0: Coast FM, Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy, welcome to the Gardening Gang for yet another weekend on the radio with my blonde friend Mm -hmm. Sherilyn next to me here. Have you uh, been caught in this bit of rain this week?
1: Oh, there's been. Look, you know, I'm loving. Quite pleasant though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm loving the cooler weather, Pete, I've got to say. And I do like the rain and our gardens need the rain. They really do. It's been a bit dry.
0: Well, the topic today has been inspired by the fact that uh, we've got Valentine's Day coming up on Wednesday, Sherilyn. Mm -hmm. And the topic is how best can you introduce your partner into your life as a gardener? Ah, this is what we're going to talk about. These are real concerns by some people. That yeah, you know, we went to a function the other day, Cheryl and myself, and they really enjoyed our chit chat. And they said, "Well, my partner has absolutely no interest in the garden, mm. and they can't believe it.
1: No, and they can't and get said, them to help either.
0: Yeah, well, we're looking at different ways you might be able to bring all these things together mm-hmm. in a you know a, a, a compatible way.
1: Well, I've got some super duper guests to unravel this <laughs> mystery. Guests. I've got a psychologist. How's that? And he's got some little tips and tricks on how we can get our partners or our loved, or partners so we're loved ones. So we
0: get a free psych consultation? We are. He's okay. got a few
1: tips for us. And I've also got one of our favourite gardeners on the Central Coast, Jen Jones. She's going to be talking about how her and a partner have a lovely relationship over their garden. How, what works? And well, also, what's doesn't
0: work. That's fabulous. That's a, I mm. just realized my pens run out here, Sherlyn, Has it? So I'm trying to scratch a couple of notes all right. here. Not to no <laughs> avail. Nevertheless, we've got all our regular guests as well today and mm-hmm. some great classic hits as well with the gardening gang today, being sponsored by Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs, they open all this weekend at Wyoming, and also Doormaster Security Doors and Windows. Thanks, guys. Stay with us for the next couple of hours, for a couple of hours of the Gardening Gang.
1: We'd love.
0: Coast FM, Pete Little and Sheryl and Darcy on Saturday morning. You know, with Valentine's Day coming up, we're talking about uh, involving your partner mm-hmm. in your life as a gardener.
1: And the things you love to do. We've been
0: talking to people that you know, have no interest in their partners in, you know, involvement. <laughs> no. But maybe there's a way out. You know, Valentine's Day coming up, Me. little love in the family there. Mm-hmm. Jen Jones is joining us.
1: Hello, Jen Jen from Pickles Patch. Good morning. How are we all? Feeling the love. That's why we're feeling the love. But I tell you what, Jen, I've got a partner who absolutely does not like gardening at all. And I have seen Pickles Patch, and it can't be a one-man band or a one-woman band. Does your partner <laughs> help you in the garden?
2: He does. He does. He, um, he adopted the idea of aquaponics, and, and that, that got him involved you could
1: say. Was it just the, like love at first sight over the aquaponics?
0: Yes. Was there a, uh, was there no, a common interest no. there?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, well, actually, the common interest is food. They always say that a way to a man's
1: uh, heart is through his stomach.
0: And other and
3: things.
1: Gardening <laughs> so, really does win it. So I'm hearing that you've got a successful partnership going on there. You're both gardening?
2: Well, yes, yes. I do a lot of the in-ground gardening work, but Brett takes care of the aquaponics system, which grows a lot of our strawberries, lettuces, that sort of thing, all of the fleshy, green, yummy stuff.
0: Uh, If there was a list of two or three things you disagree on, what would they be, Jen?
2: (laughs) Garden placement, for sure, where things have to go in the garden. Um, We both have different ideas on aesthetics and also... We've gardens with permaculture ethics and principles. So sometimes there's a, a quandary of where something should go. Mm-hmm.
0: So you've got this experienced relationship going and uh, you, know, you both appreciate each other's uh, interests. What would you suggest if you found a partnership? And it may well be in your friends uh, that you know already. Uh, how would you go about uh, recommending that a, a, a mad gardener involves their partner in that particular aspect of their life?
2: All right. Well, first trick, with Valentine's Day coming up, I would definitely say instead of buying them flowers, buy them a living plant.
1: Ah, there you go. A living plant. Well, they have to learn to look after it. Aren't all plants living Well, no, 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 yeah. no they're not living cut once you cut them. flowers are no longer
2: living, no, unfortunately. Dead. So buy them something, uh, it doesn't have to be flowers, it could be their favourite food. In, in my husband's case, I bought, he loves tea, so I bought him a camellia which produces green and black tea.
1: Hmm, he makes his own cup of tea then. What do you like to eat, Pete?
0: Um, my- I... Who you like to eat? What do you like to eat or uh, drink?
1: What's your favourite food?
2: Well, generally
0: yeah. me meat. Uh, meat, <laughs> meat, and sea, meat and seafood.
2: <laughs> yes. Seafood you can raise in an aquaponics system.
0: Wow. Give <laughs> me one of go, them. Pete. There you I'll go. i get old man to put one in our place.
1: There you go. I've been to Jen Jones's garden. This aquaponic system. Let me describe it because it is radio. So they've got these big tanks and they've got fish and yabbies swimming around in there. And then there's pipes that lead off this peat and they've got strawberries and all sorts of things growing out of it. So they're growing the strawberries as part of this thing with fish in it as well. Don't worry, it doesn't the fishy the strawberries don't taste fishy. I had some. They were beautiful. They were beautiful. <laughs> it's such an amazing system. You'd love it.
0: I'd need to convert our... Family pool, I think, into an aquaponic, <laughs> uh-huh. aqua-ponic system.
2: You would know? not be the first person to have that idea, I can and guarantee. Swim with the fishes. Well, so you Jen- can convert your pool into a natural pool and swim with the fishes and eat them.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Jen, the mind boggles.
2: Be a mermaid. You can go fishing in your backyard.
0: So, on Valentine's Day, would you and your uh, husband, boyfriend, what is he, your lover? What, what do you call him? Husband, again? We've oh, been your
1: husband,
0: married okay. for 27 years. Oh, well until he it, and truly said his that. He put there. a ring
1: on it. There you so go. So what,
0: what would be uh, a nice uh, function to attend on Valentine's Day? Would you go out or just sit around the aquaponics and talk about fish
3: uh, and food? No, well...
2: Uh, anybody that follows Pickles Patch knows that I love to cook, so I'll probably cook him one of his favourite meals: oh, there's no a way. nice steak or
0: a curry. twenty secret to twenty-five years together. There you go. I tell you, cooking a nice steak, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> sure
1: yeah. she'll be having some strawberries afterwards as well, yeah, if they're literally.
4: still around. Oh, <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> hey, Jen, definitely. it's been
0: great to catch up with you. I know you get the new location at Took. At Tookley now. She's at Tookley, uh, yes. Yes. uh, Wonderful location. Setting
2: up a brand new garden.
0: Mm. What part of Took? Near the water or uh, are you going to be Yes,
2: right near the water, near
1: the bridge. I can walk
2: across the road and throw a line in if I need to. Oh, There you go.
0: Excellent location. Jen from the Pickles Patch today.
1: Yeah, and if you want to follow Jen, it's actually a blog online on Facebook. Just Google it. It's Pickles Patch and I think you've got the hand there with a handful of rosemary. That's your little symbol, isn't it, Jen? that is, that's correct, yes. It's very good. Lots of recipes and great things to follow. Thanks, Jen. You're listening to Coast FM 963 and you're at home with the Gardening Gang today, like every Saturday morning with Pete and Sherilyn.
0: Coast FM, Pete, Little and Sherilyn Darcy, having a bit of fun today with the Gardening Gang and how to get your partner, friend, whatever it is, Love loved one involved in your gardening
1: yeah, it's a difficult topic and we get a lot of phone calls during the year from people saying they love gardening, but if only they could get their husband, as you said, partner or loved one or lover, into the garden as well. And we've been asking gardeners for their tips, but you know what, Pete? We've got an expert here now, haven't we? We
0: had to call on one of the coast's best-known psychologists mm-hmm. and noted author, Carlos Camacho,
5: mm-hmm. who
0: often appears on Coast FM with uh, Deb Lennon, He's popped in this morning to talk to us about how we can reach those compromises in life to get gardening part of the family rather than being a conflict. Good morning to you, Carlos. Good Hello. to see you. Good morning, Good morning, guys. You look like you're the, uh, the voice of reason here today between oh. uh, Darcy and myself, you
5: know. You reckon? I think you guys have got it down packed. I've been listening to the show on Saturdays and um, I've learned a lot, not only about gardening but about psychology, philosophy, relationships. Have so,
1: you um, God, you've been analysing thrilled. us? <laughs> I'm, really, I'm scared now, Pete. <laughs>
0: well, Valentine's Day is Wednesday and there is uh, some talk that Valentine's Day can be a watershed day in some people's relationships and many relationships actually fall apart mm. on Valentine's Day because people reach a point where they say, well, it's not working, is it? You know what I mean? We don't want our gardens to go in that direction. No, we don't. We don't. We want them to keep going. We want them to survive and thrive. Mm. So, Carlos, what are your tips on that?
5: The reason why we love gardening is because we're in contact with nature. A lot of philosophers and psychologists study that. Why is it that we love being in nature? We go for bushwalks Mm. or we love living near the ocean and so forth. And sure, it's because we feel that we are part of this world. Suddenly we're not human anymore, but we're just part of this this natural You're
0: saying it's a spiritual thing, isn't it? Of it can course.
5: be a spiritual thing, but the best definition I heard was from a philosopher called Schopenhauer in the 1700s, early 1800s, and he said the reason why we love standing in front of nature, whether it's gardening or seeing mm-hmm. something flow that's natural, is because for that moment, we're suddenly outside of ourselves. We're outside that oh, okay. that race for existence, for survival, and in the modern world especially, it just gives us a breather. And right. I think, I love gardening, and the reason why I do it is because when I'm just digging a hole or or I'm cutting a few leaves, mm. I'm not thinking of anything else but that. It's really great for meditation. Well,
1: you know, Carlos. I hear you. You're preaching to the choir here, but how do I encourage somebody that I love to join me on that? They just look at it as work. Like you and I are both going, oh, yep, I'm digging the hole, I'm feeling the nature, I'm feeling the love, but they're like, oh, it's just sweat and gumboots and but it's maybe work. Maybe, sure
0: Sheridan, we take on the analogy <laughs> of the, um, the Garden of Eden. We're both, you know, without any clothes oh, on, Pete. the woman's being tempted by the devil. That is
4: not and the, what's happening. The Adam
0: creature is oh, standing back innocently, yeah. going,
5: "Wasn't my fault." Well, Pete, it's you know,
1: no, no. You've got, got to, to be, be careful way. with
5: those talking snakes, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Carlos, a bit of reasoning here. How will I encourage the non-gardening person to join yeah. me in this nature love? He might love?
5: know himself. Well, look, I think for starters, with any subject matter, we we all respect what other people like, so. For example, you know, I love reading philosophy, and and my wife doesn 't and that 's fine um, mm-hmm. th- and it 's hard to um, to convince someone and you shouldn 't because you, we we love the person for who they are, mm-hmm. and the fact that we 're different, that yin and the yang type thing is fa- i think works quite well okay. so but to sh- the, I think gardening is a little bit different to these other things because it's almost a shame that they're missing out on this activity. Mm. It's quite a, It's like we said, I I personally like it and I I haven't always liked it. But now that that the last few years that I'm involved in it, I actually look forward to it. Mm. When I'm about to get up on a Sunday and it'll be tight, I just think, I'm going to do that part of the garden. It actually gives me motivation. And so I think the best thing would be to to say, hey, look, I've I've bought this, I'm going to put this plant in, I'm going to do this, start talking about it. To your ah. partner, and and when you can, just show them how things change. Because the beauty of the garden is that it's always changing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Things grow, mm-hmm. things die. A bit like a mini life. It? <laughs> yeah, it is, and it's like it's a lifespan all there in front of us, and hopefully that they will get interested in that process as well. And maybe you can you can make them an offer they can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> i come back to the Garden oh of Eden. Yeah, God, hopefully God. they don't own a horse. But <laughs> it's it's one of those things that you can say, hey, listen, why don't you help me out with the gardening? And then after that, you know, if, if you're going to go surfing, I'll come with you or whatever it may be. So right. there is a bit of a bargaining tool there. But I think also it would be great. Hey, listen, um, I'm doing some gardening today i'll just need your help for half an hour is that okay just get them involved and mm. you never know once they start feeling the dirt it's magical
1: it is it is i like that so it's sort of like a slow invitation to help out and to be involved instead of the great big like come and help me gardening all day so this is what you're thinking pete it's like come and garden all day or, all right. week so just little tiny things and
5: little things yeah and that's the same with most things mm. break it up in little chunks don't do it too early when they're just waking Mm-mm. up. Make sure that that it's – pick the proper time, the proper day, and just a really, really small chunk of, of time.
1: Right. I get it.
0: Well, just wrapping it up with Carlos coming in today, we mm. wouldn't exactly invite him every week to talk, but maybe oh? when there is a psychological benefit to gardening, yeah. you can come and reinforce that or challenge it. I would We'd that. like to be challenged on the Gardening Gang.
5: Well, you know, Pete, I, I – Don't hesitate when I'm invited to this radio station because it's one of my favourite activities apart from gardening. Well, that's good (laughs) to hear. Okay.
0: Carlos Camacho, buy his books. They're pretty drab but they're worthwhile. They
1: are (laughs) exciting. They're available on Amazon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right next to
5: the Stephen King collection.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Coast FM with the Gardening Gang this morning. Happy Valentine's Day. Sherilyn, the 14th of February is a significant (laughs) day in my life.
1: Did you say it is a significant day?
0: It's a significant day. It was the day back in 1966 that Australia converted from pounds, shillings and (laughs) pence to dollars and cents. And there was a jingle that was on the radio and the TV. Was it? 14th of February 1966, Mm -hmm. we convert from (laughs) pounds, shillings and pence to dollars (laughs) and cents. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. All the
0: boomers would remember that one, wouldn't they? (laughs) But it was also significant too because it was Valentine's Day.
1: It is Valentine's that? Day. I'll tell you something else. It's also the day that my license, my driving license, renews. I don't know why well <laughs> why drunk. that is, but anyway, it's in Valentine's Day. Oh, how romantic! It's and Wednesday. We yes. always think
0: about flowers, and this is a gardening mm. program. So, why do we think about flowers? Tell me.
1: Why do we think about flowers with Valentine's Day? Well, it goes back to the person that Valentine's Day is named after, and that's St. Valentine.
0: He was Roman.
1: (laughs) He was Roman, he was. He was a third century... He was
5: roaming the streets, looking for a woman. Well, he
1: was roaming the streets, not looking for a woman, though. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. He was actually a clergyman. And back in these Roman times in the third century, soldiers weren't allowed to get married because... The commanders used to think, look, if you're married, worried about, you know, a little bit of whatever's going on at home, you're not out there fighting hard enough. You're oh, not. I
0: thought they were all gay.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no? I don't know which version of Gladiator you're watching, but it's the wrong one. Can I just say... <laughs> So Valentine, before he was made a saint, he was a clergyman And he used to marry these Roman soldiers in secret And it was against the law In fact, what, with a
0: woman or with a, with a, a soldier?
1: With a woman!
0: Okay, That's right That's what
1: they used to do, right. they'd get married And at the time, the powers that be, the government said Anybody found marrying Roman soldiers, any of these clergymen They would be put oh, to death
0: Oh, okay, because it would distract them
1: It would distract them and said, you can't do it hmm. Anyway, he got caught Valentine got caught marrying the soldiers. And martyred. Well, he ended up being martyred because he ended up getting executed on.
0: Valentine's Day. Oh, I see. Yes, on the 14th of February, February.
1: Valentine. The
0: same day that we got. Yeah. Well. Um, dollars and cents. <laughs> he was martyred. <laughs> the he was, 14th of
1: February. Oh, my goodness. He's, he was martyred and his body was buried in Rome on the 14th of February. And.
0: But what about the flowers?
1: The flowers, well that's very interesting Now this is going to be a bit macabre So if you're looking at, your, thinking about your Valentine's Day flowers His skull was actually decorated with flowers It was, it was a Roman relic so you know that when you talk about these relics that they have in Christianity, sure. that people, you know, they go up and touch or they go and look at and they say miracles can happen around them. Yep. Well, his skull was actually considered a relic, but they decorated it with roses and flowers. So that that's where the connection with flowers and St. Valentine comes from. It's the ones oh, around the okay. skull sitting there. So it is a bit macabre, mm, isn't it? it it's yeah. a little bit. It's a little bit, and that's where it comes from. And um, So the
0: tradition of giving a nice rose or whatever on Valentine's Day yes. came from from the skull of St. Valentine's.
1: (laughs) It did. Look, you know, some of the goths out there, the gothic people, (laughs) might really love that story, I think. But, uh, look, (laughs) let's think of the romance, the soldiers marrying their beloved women thanks to St. Valentine's.
0: What about a classic hit? What What about a classic love song?
1: Oh, let's do it. I bet you they get the royalties.
0: Coast FM, Pete Little and Cheryl and Darcy here this morning. It is the Gardening Gang, thanks to our sponsor, Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs, and also Doormaster Security Doors and Windows.
5: Mm. They'll keep
0: you locked in or locked out, whatever (laughs) it is. Now, we've got the lovely What's Hot on the line now. What's Hot, Vicky, from Narara Valley Nursery this morning. Good
4: morning, Vicky. Good morning, Well, it is a
0: mild day on the Central Coast today, in fact, a fairly mild weekend, so we should be talking about mild things. Mm. And uh, what about we just put the heat aside of the previous couple of months and talk about what value there is in the nursery world, the independent nursery world uh, across the Central Coast. Vic, what have you found out?
4: Oh, I found out this, Susie. It's good timing because at Burbank House and Garden, it's fifty percent off roses, and Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Yeah. So, what a perfect oh, gift is a rose. Yeah, the
0: love indeed.
4: <laughs> Charmhaven Garden Centre have advertised that they've got woolly bush in stock. Oh, now that's a native plant with silvery, soft foliage. You'll want to pat it. It's absolutely beautiful, and it's low maintenance too. And like it makes a good soils also.
1: And it makes a good Aussie Christmas tree.
4: It does, it does. The woolly bush. The woolly bush. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) The wildflower meadow, this is exciting. They've got a workshop called Creating Wildflower Wildflower Meadow Gardens and it's with Angus it's on Thursday, the 22nd of February at 2 p.m. And, Cheryl, you sound a little excited because I'm, I know you've had Angus on the
1: show before. I have. I'm fangirling so big now. I really am. He is wonderful. He's a wonderful fellow, great gardener. And, so that would be amazing.
4: And guess what else? We found out just recently that his mother dropped here and she just turned 100 years old and she still walks around the nursery picking her own plants. She's an avid gardener. She's absolutely beautiful and amazing too. Not sure if she listens. I hope she does because this is a big shout-out. Oh, shout I've out seen that
0: Margaret lady Stuart with Martin. the walker. You have <laughs> yeah. <not. laughs> I see him all the time at Narara Valley.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have a walker. Oh, really? She got, yeah, she's she got like a motorised
0: scooter, has she? No, <laughs> no she,
4: just, she walks. She walks. Oh, she's very good help.
0: That deserves that clap.
1: Wow, that's amazing. That um, is inspirational. It
4: does. And Forests Beach Garden Centre have got beautiful impatiens if you're looking for something to colour up a shady spot. And Kingcumber Homewares have got, and I know a lot of people are wanting them, the dwarf grafted gums. So that's Kingcumber Homewares for your little midget flowering hmm. <coughs> gum. Okay. Well,
0: apart from uh, a lot of senior citizens, uh, what else is happening at Narara Valley Nursery for <laughs> gardeners? <laughs> oh
4: you crack me up crepe myrtles at the moment we've got crepe myrtles everywhere and they're all flowering and we've got them in all different sizes to match everyone's budget and all different colors too they're absolutely amazing and don't forget you will get 20 percent off all plants including these beautiful crepe myrtles this weekend until the end of february
0: i've heard a lady in your ad saying the very same thing vicky I have. <laughs> oh. Regularly here at Coast I bet FM. She's
4: a very nice girl. She's
0: a sweetie. And so is the young man that uh, does the ad with her, young Scott. They're uh, delightful young people. You know, yeah, they we pop call in very him Keanu often. <laughs> he looks like Keanu Reeves. looks <laughs> like Okay, now, time to uh, talk about this mar- marvellous uh, effort in the uh, Coast FM gardening game. It's a
1: repertoire of things. Our gardening game. Is it a fact or is it a fib? I'm going Valentine's Day. It's all about love.
0: I reckon it's a fib. (laughs) Love.
1: (laughs) All right, let's go. Napoleon and Josephine. One of the greatest love stories of all times. Napoleon Bonaparte loved violets. They were his favourite flower and he'd send them to Josephine all the time. Pressed, of course, they couldn't stay alive. And particularly when he was in exile on the Isle of Elba in 1814. He did it all the time. Now, his supporters at the time knew that he loved violets and they actually called him a Corporal La Violet. Now, supporters (laughs) of Napoleon would send postcards with pictures of violets in the shape of his face and his head to each other to sort of declare their support. The French government was so outraged by this that they banned all reproductions of the violet flower in artwork and on postcards. And that ban was not lifted until 1874. Is that a fact or a fib?
0: Well, uh, did they have printing back in those days to make a postcard? <laughs> or was it a hand-printed postcard of an African mm. violet, was it?
1: No, that violets. Just violets. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm still going to stick with uh, false, Vic. Yeah. about
4: you, I'll WhatsApp? Really i think- I actually was thinking it's true, but I also just want to say we need buzzers for this game so we can buzz in when we think
1: <laughs> So what have we got? we got false from Pete, and are you going to go true, Vicky? True. You won, Vicky. It's absolutely true. And added to this, Josephine died on the 29th of May, 1814, and on hearing of her death, Napoleon refused to leave his room for two days. When he eventually returned to France the following February, he went straight to the garden, picked violets, and scattered them on her grave.
0: Unrequited love. There
1: we go. That's
4: gorgeous.
0: Uh, Well, there's a chance for us all to find uh, in our lives something as sincere How's that, uh, Vicky. There we go. Not you and I, Vicky, <laughs> we are otherwise spoken for, but in our own relative uh, situation. That's it. Now, Darce, that's uh, one that I'm uh, several down now for a week. You I'm
1: are. Vicky's lost, lost form there. Thanks for doing that. Vicky has pulled <laughs> okay. ahead. Thank you for
0: Thank you for more of the game next week. Join us here at Coast FM with the What's Hot Vicky from Narara Valley Nursery. See you, mate.
1: You're listening to Coast FM 963. You're at home with the Gardening Gang.
0: Coast FM, Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy here Saturday morning with the Gardening Gang, part two of our show today, being sponsored by Alan Graham's Caravans and RVs over and all this weekend at Wyoming and also Doormaster Security Doors and Windows. Now, Sherilyn, we've got the lovely bell ringing. Steve,
5: Steve, what's happened? Steve, heralding <laughs> That's better, in the Steve. next
0: segment here. <laughs> It's getting your hands dirty, getting your pants dirty,
1: getting all <laughs> gardened up. And your gumboots dirty, absolutely. Time to get your hands dirty Central Coast and get into the garden. But first, what's on for plant lovers across the Central Coast? Well, today the Australian Plant Society February meeting is on. Now, it's one thirty for a 2 p.m. start. They're very regimented up there. No, they're very friendly and lovely, but people like to get up there and talk plants. So at 2 p.m., they have the very esteemed doctor. Dr. D.A. Tyranny, Senior Ecologist of South East Australia, Bush Heritage, that's joining them. And he's talking about... He is
0: so esteemed, I've never heard of him before. <laughs> Right
1: is he that esteem, you he's, reckon? I think he is. I think held he in is. high
5: regard
1: by the bush heritage people. Good luck Pete. Mm. Yeah. So he's having a talk about bush heritage, who they are, what they do, and what the goals for the future are. The meetings of the Australian Plant Society are only three dollars to attend, and they include lucky door prizes. And let me tell you, I've seen people walk out with lucky door prizes that are taller than me. Some of those plants—they're amazing.
0: Are well, they meat trays? No. <laughs>
1: They're plants, Pete, <laughs> honestly. For more information, get along to their website, ausplants, A-U-S-T, plants.com.au forward slash Central Coast Events. There's one on most months, really exciting. So this is what's happening in your garden. If you're considering laying some turf this year, actually February is the best time to do it.
0: They tell me. They do.
1: <laughs> Just make sure you prep the soil first properly, nice and flat there. That's what you need and get rid of any of those rocks. This week, you can also plant culinary herbs, beans, beetroot, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbages, carrots, cauliflowers, celery, chicory, cress, endive, kohlrabis again, yay, leeks. You can still plant some lettuces, mustards, parsnip, peas and potatoes, radishes, rhubarb, shallots, silverbeet, spring onions, spinach, and guess what else, Pete? Swedes and turnips as well.
0: Not the Swedes are back. Yes, Swedes are oh, back. Oh, God. So is the bell ringing. Hang on a minute, Steve. There's <laughs> a few flowers you can
1: plant as well. You can put cornflowers, delphiniums, dianthus, everlasting daisies, forget-me-nots, Fox gloves, gypsophila—that's the old baby's breath. Livingston daisies can go in. So can nasturtiums, nigellas, pansies, polyanthers, and girl, this. And, Pete, it's wallflower season oh, again. Oh,
0: wallflowers are back in fashion, <laughs> eh? Well, Cheryl, that's uh, giving me another couple of thousand things I can plant this weekend.
1: Yes. There goes the
0: weekend, guys. Okay.
1: All right. And if you want to know more and have the extensive list, have a look out for my Down in the Garden page that's in Central Coast newspapers this week in print
0: and online. And free, which is the important thing for garden gangers because they hate spending money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. And lovely. Love you to catch up with uh, getting your hands dirty once again here. Regular feature with the gang every Saturday morning here at Coast FM. Now back to the classic hits. Coast FM, Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy, who is madly looking at her phone this morning. You know, why are you on the phone trying to find no. uh, the best price of flowers on the coast or the lowest petrol price?
1: <laughs> oh, Yeah, both, Well, actually. we can
0: find out from Doreen this morning because right. she's always travelling around and she's very yep. keen to also explain how you keep The bond of family values together when you travel together. Oh,
1: and the romance. Is that right?
0: uh, Hey, Doreen, Doreen? you've 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 got some experience in that way.
3: Well, I have. And yes, we have been married a very long time—a particularly important one this year. So we won't say the number, but yeah,
0: probably thirty-five.
3: Oh, a little bit more,
0: even. Oh, yeah. 45. Mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. Uh, 40. Okay,
3: <laughs> no, it's 40. i away.
5: Oh,
0: <laughs> oh this, well, thank it. you very much for sharing that with all our massive audience <laughs> here. I know, I know. Coast Doreen Simpson, of course, is our uh, trusted uh, reporter on the local markets mm. around the coast, but mm-hmm. also tells us about what's happening in the RV world. Mm. Mm. And the question about uh, how to involve your spouse in your life or your hobbies... We raise that uh, now to the RV community, uh, mm. and Dorian will answer on behalf of everybody who does this oh, right. kind
4: of work. <laughs> right. Uh,
0: in view of your experience, how do you and David remain sane when you reach a point of exasperation?
3: Ooh. No, 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 no. Like the tent no
0: peg won't go, in, won't go, go in, in or something like that. Or he, it's
3: raining and you're stuck in the his RV. Or in
0: the river and it gets yeah. bitten by a water lobby or been, something. I Yep. Yeah.
3: Have been stuck in the RV in the rain, and I liked it because I read a book and enjoyed myself. Oh. But he's not a book reader, so. Um, but yes, I think just keeping your own interests, and uh, he likes to flick through Facebook and goodness knows what, and I like to read a book, and mm-hmm. uh, we both have our little selected tasks when we set up and pack up. Yeah. We both have our own little jobs. So you have to have your own little jobs to do mm-hmm. to be responsible for, just in case the yeah, the roof flies off or something as you're leaving. You know, it's your job that you didn't do. It. So,
0: ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. these mm. are designated responsibilities. What wow. a good idea! They are organised. They are. Yeah. Okay.
3: So that kind of keeps you
1: together. It's all good. Beautiful.
0: Okay, that sounds like a pretty good deal.
1: <sighs> I, I I couldn't be that organised.
0: Well, Sherilyn, I, I mean, don't think I'd... you would be a camper somehow. Oh. I know I... that you came <laughs> off the land back many years ago. <laughs> which, To be a camper, you've got to do a little
6: little
0: little bit of getting your hands dirty. Oh, you do that Mm. too, don't
6: you? Oh, my
1: goodness. You have this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In my eyes, Cheryl, you're a princess. Am I? And princesses don't get their hands dirty. Oh,
1: my goodness. You've put me on a pedestal, Pete.
0: There you go. Okay. Well, Doreen, let's uh, refer now to the markets around the coast.
3: Okay. So today in the markets, Edelong Fresh Food Markets are being held at the Broken Bay Scout Hall on Picnic Parade. Now, they're being held every Saturday between 7 and 1. You'll find fresh fruit and veggies, eggs and deli items on sale. And Bangrove Mountain Markets are being held today between 9 and 3 on the corner of George Drive and Bloodtree Road. They specialise in homemade preserves, cakes, crafts and plants. And the Y.E. Markets are on today between 8 and 1. It's being held in the Community Hall and grounds on Y.E. Road. There's fashion, local produce, crafts, desserts, cakes and specialty coffee and I saw yes, they were one of the ones that were saying they had some lovely gifts there for you. Ah, oh, there you so, go. Uh, yeah. So that one, that's the uh, market for today.
0: Okay. Well, it seems like a very short time ago that YA markets was cancelled because of the hot weather. Mm. But uh, very mm. pleasant weather this weekend. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a mm. spit here and there, but generally a nice one for a market. Nice uh, and cool. Outing. Yes, yes exactly. Indeed. On to Sunday now, Doreen.
3: Yes, now tomorrow. Tookley Lions Club markets are on in the Coles Car Park Tookley between 8 and 1. Go along, browse through their stalls and find some bargains. And Woi Waterfront Markets are on tomorrow between 9 and 2. Now, that's all things creative. So think of well-being, flowers and candles. Very popular. There's also food stalls as well. And it's on at Brick Wharf Road, Woi Woi, with the Central Coast Ferries running services from Empire Bay, Davistown and Saratoga. And Gosford City Farmers Market is on tomorrow at the Showgrounds, the Gosford Showground, between 7 and 12. The stalls include local fruit and veggies, free-range eggs and grass-fed meat. There's also rustic breads and deli items, international foods, and coffee. And just to wrap it up, the Entrance Lions Club Charity Market is being held again tomorrow between 8.30 and 12.30. It's on in the Denning Street car park opposite Coles. So browse through their second-hand goods and specialty items.
0: A sterling effort today by the lovely hmm. Doreen on the RV uh, list of uh, trips you are yet to take. What would that be this week, uh, Doreen? Have you got oh, anything I planned? I know you were keen to go no, south coast one have to play it by a bit lately. Yeah, we've, we've
3: both got a little mm-hmm. bit of work. Do you mind travelling when in. it's wet
0: or do you try and avoid the oh, wet? I no, we don't uh, mind
3: at all. I okay. see it as a challenge. Yeah. If this is a challenge, we'll say it's either going to be really when we did go really, when, uh, when it was really hot. Um, It's either really hot or it's raining, and you go, is this going to be the life for us? Well, let's see how well we can handle it as a couple, you know?
0: Yes, Ah. and and I think the other thing that would be a bit of a uh, concern if you were travelling would be to take grandkids with you, wouldn't it? That would be uh, no, to yeah. me no, a bit of a no-no. Just no
3: room. Yeah. No unfortunately. room. Oh, how oh. unfortunate! <laughs> and they're so
0: well-behaved. These grandchildren. I think you know. Oh, I'd wake oh. them in a motel somewhere and just take. Oh,
1: Pete, them. Mm. Oh, dear idea. <laughs> Coast
0: <laughs> FM. Thank you, Doreen. We look forward to hearing you next week <laughs> with more from our local markets here at Coast FM, home of the gardening gang
1: with Pete and Sherilyn.
0: Coast FM, Pete Little and Sherilyn Darcy today. And as uh, Sherilyn plays with her tassel that's just fallen off the draft there. Oh, it is, is
1: that okay? Yeah, it's all right. Now we will get back uh,
4: on. That's
0: a very nice little tassel you got oh. there, my dear. Now, this is a little segment here we've introduced on Coast FM today. How well does Sharon know her general knowledge? Oh, goodness. And some of this is related to um, places she's been mm-hmm. and people she's seen. How about that? Oh,
1: that sounds good.
0: Okay, a couple of questions for you, Sharon. Okay, this is the first one. It's <laughs> got a kind of a gardening
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: uh, bent to it. All right. Ever tasted the uh, drink called a Brandy Alexander? <laughs> Ever, oh, they're yummy.
1: Well, yes, 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 I have.
0: Okay, what is the uh, ingredient in there? That is grown. The organic ingredient, a little herby spicy thing.
1: Oh, the herby. I'm thinking, is there orange in there? And I'm going, what's the herby? No, the
0: herby spicy. Oh. Brandy Alexander.
1: I'm going to just guess because I don't know. And I'm going to say time.
0: It's a nutmeg. Oh, nutmeg. It's a nutmeg, my sweet. yes. Okay, one more for you. Okay, go. What is the world's most widely consumed psychoactive substance?
1: (laughs) Oh, I've got one in my hand. And it's
0: not – ah. I've got
1: one in my hand and I am – Not bad. What could that be? And I'm an addict.
0: Put that toke down. (laughs) Oh I'm not oh okay you got that in the other hand right? I've
1: got my West Tigers okay. mug here yes, sorry It is coffee. coffee it is coffee, coffee. how about yes, that yes i do know that one
0: and one more for you mm-hmm. this is also related to food mm-hmm. risotto originated in which country
1: would oh, be italy
0: the romans in fact they <laughs> yes. were the first okay Ooh. risotto from italy so I love well it. done there Sheldon. i Thank think you. that's marvelous now it is the week of love, of course, Valentine's Day, mm. Wednesday, and the king, King Charles the second or III, whatever his name is, <laughs> he has approved the <sighs> wedding of his brother, Andrew, and mm-hmm. the former wife, the lovely Fergie. Mm. So... Could it be Wednesday, the date they take the vows? Oh, yes. Could it be that romantic in the royals?
1: Yeah, Well, maybe. I think if it's a second time around, you could, and like you did, you got married around Valentine's Day, maybe he's taking a leaf out of Pete Little's (laughs) book of romance. Well,
0: I've only got the first wife. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's still his first wife.
1: It's just, you know, he's doubling up, that's all.
0: (laughs) So Wednesday could be a Fergie and Andrew... Big day. World, make world headlines, it would, wouldn't it?
1: It would. You well, it be a Fergie or a Furphy. It'll be one or the other.
0: <laughs> Coast FM with the gang this morning, Pete and Sheridan. Thanks for joining us. In the run-up to Valentine's Day, we've been talking about how to get your partners involved in your gardening exercise. Yeah. Which has been beauty news. Various people have made lovely comments about that. We've got the pet vet nurse on the on the line to contribute today.
1: Yeah, Tanya Middleton. Hello, Tanya.
0: Tanya's here. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Now, Tanya, I'm I'm not particularly fond of having a pet slobber all over you, oh. but in the well, I've seen it happen. I don't know if uh, I yeah, love you, Pete. If, if this when a, when a dog or whatever wants to lick your face or whatever, is that is that for, in passion or is it in some sort of? <laughs> You know, need to connect, uh check out your lipstick flavour, whatever it is. What really is happening in the dog's head, in your opinion? Or the cat. Oh,
4: it could be the cat.
0: Yeah, it could be the cat. I
4: don't know that um passion is is the correct
0: Oh thank term. God for that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it's some deep desire. Um to, to connect. Look, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> certainly, um, certainly, there is an element of fondness and love. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it, it, they they are showing affection, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Animal, our animals they do bond with us. Yeah, and and I think I think licking is is certainly a form of that. Yeah, definitely. And
0: are there precautions that the humankind should take? In terms of uh, the spread of any disease or germs or <laughs> is this something that we've got to be careful about? You know,
1: they do oh. lick other parts of themselves before they lick you. That's what I don't like. Oh, I love that's my messy. Dogs. No, and I don't want them to lick you. So, Tanya, is, yeah.
0: Explain the hygiene issues <laughs> there, Tanya, if you would,
4: please. Oh, look, there, there are old wives tales that, that say, you know, a, a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's mouth. Mm. Uh, that's not true. They certainly do have, um, you know, some pretty nasty bacteria going on Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's why if you do get bitten by a dog or a cat, it it is serious. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Um, uh, However, if you get bitten by a human, that's pretty serious (laughs) too. Sure. I've been in hospital for both a dog bite and a cat bite and and when I was in hospital for my, I think it was my cat bite, there was someone that had been... Bitten by a human, or I think they got into some sort of fight, and the, their fist hit the human tooth. Oh,
5: and, okay. And you know they were
4: in the same ward as me.
5: Mm. Anyway,
4: I don't. Oh. I digress. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, they they certainly do lick other parts of their body. So there is an element of, um, mm. I, guess, <laughs> I guess, I guess, grossness. <laughs> but look, they are show- they are showing affection. I let I let my cat lick me. um you know, I let dogs lick me. Um, it's, it's up to you as to whether you want to let them lick you on the face. like I let dogs lick me on the face. I let my cat lick me on the face. Um, what about the toes?
0: The Would that be considered even grosser?
1: It's all gross. <laughs> oh. Tanya, you're grossing me out. Oh. <laughs>
4: oh, I mean, so these there these are certain
0: human behaviours where licking <laughs> toes is a very, very
5: intimate <laughs> act.
4: Thing is, the thing is, some, some animals will, will lick you yes, out of affection and, hmm. you know, particularly animals who have had a good upbringing in a sense from their animal mum, you know, licks them a lot as tiny puppies and kittens, you know, that's what they've learned and they can be very affectionate and that's how they show love. Some dogs and cats don't do it at all and, that, and that's okay, mm. but they can also do it, you know, if they're anxious or mm. sometimes you might just taste good, you might just be really <laughs> salty and they just like you. Um, <laughs> but- you can train them not to do it.
1: Yes, I mean. you do. Oh, you can. I've done it. Don't worry. It's no licky faces. That's it. That's what I say. With a stern finger up. That's it. No, Yay. no licky.
0: So, I don't like you're, it. you're against having oh, the yeah. dogs of, in your yeah. care
1: no, no, no. as. No. I look, I'll cuddle them and I sleep with my dogs. That's what I do. I have two great, gigantic, white boxer dogs and they sleep on the end of the bed. They've got their own sort of blanket there, but that's fine and they sort of come up, but there is no licking. I'm sorry, Tanya. I'm. Yeah, no. It's no. like no. gag worthy no. to me. I'm like, no, thank you. And and yeah, if they, they sometimes lick me on the hands. I have to go and immediately wash my hands. I'm like, no, because I. <laughs> I, I I see where that tongue's been before. <laughs> but they lick their coats. They lick their coats. Oh, and yeah. They their coats. And their backsides. I'm going to go right out there. I know it's <laughs> breakfast time for some. It's like, no, thank you. No. <laughs> now, breakfast yeah. radio
0: on a Saturday morning <laughs> should be a little more genteel than this conversation. Sorry. But there are some radio personalities who do open the box and, uh, you know, jump in. and That's it. Ca- throw caution to the wind.
1: But can I tell you that my dogs, I'm sure, still love me as equally if they lick me or not, I'm telling you.
0: Well, Tan, oh, you've, um, you've given us a, a couple of thoughts there. Uh, I see here from the scorecard that Tanya lick one, Sherilyn lick none, so there you go. So we've we got uneven reports today. Yep, that's it. <laughs> it's always fun to talk to Tanya every week here at Coast FM on the uh, Pet Vet Corner it's of sure. the radio show. Thank you, my sweet. Thanks for joining us today.
1: <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was Tanya Middleton, our pet vet nurse, who joins us every Saturday right here on Coast FM and at home with the Gardening and Gang. loves a
0: licking. With the Gardening Gang, Pete and Sherilyn here now hooking up with Lockton McDonald. As we do every week, we talk about real estate here on the Central mm. Coast and the importance. Mm, good morning. Oh, good morning, good morning. to you, he is, He's
1: ready to go. Now,
0: mate, there's a report just came out this week from one of the um, monitoring uh, bodies that indicate that the 2250 postcode, now I'm in 2251, I think you've got Point Clare in 2250. Is that yep. correct? Yes. Yeah, Gosford, all that area, mm. Wyoming, yep. um, out to Erina. That is the most one of the most popular postcodes in all of New South Wales for first home buyers. Ooh. You know that,
1: I think that's fascinating. It's, yeah, Lake Monmore missed
0: out this time. I'm
1: looking at the list here and every other suburb is in Sydney or every other area is in mm-hmm. Sydney. It's just that's it. We've, we've hit the list.
0: Okay. Is it because of the uh, cheaper blocks of land or home sites? than Sydney, Lachlan, or other factors in play here?
6: Yeah, oh, uh, Pete, definitely uh, affordability is one thing. If you look at that other list, all of the other suburbs are in western Sydney and, and quite far sort of to the west. Mm. So it's just showing that first home buyers are reaching further afield to find something a bit more affordable. Um, and the reason why the 2250 postcode um, seems to be so attractive to first home buyers is its still allows them to retain Sydney employment options. The further north you go on the coast, it certainly it's doable and there's plenty of people that do commute to Sydney mm. from the northern reaches of the coast. But I think a lot of people would probably be maybe more looking towards um, that if they worked in Newcastle, say, because it starts to get a little bit of a long commute. So, yeah, that, that 2250 postcode, just because you've got that the, the train line, you've got the M1 and, and quick access to Sydney, um, mm-hmm. It's it's always very popular with those Sydney first home buyers.
1: Probably a nicer place to live, isn't it? Than- Western Sydney. I'm just saying, you know, it's I don't know. Well,
6: Saratoga is.
1: I'm I'm, I'm sounding a little bit oh, Saratoga. I'd, but I'd rather <laughs> no, and I'm not being mean. It's just it's starting to get so built up that Western Sydney part. When I was a sure, kid, it was but spread no out.
0: comparison.
1: I know, and then you, you live next compare. to the beach, and you yeah, you can't that's it.
0: Compare St. Mary's? <gasps> uh,
6: no, you can't. With, uh, Wyoming. with
0: Wyoming or uh, no. Niagara Park? or no, li- you can't. The lovely leafy Lizero. It, it's beautiful. No? Look, yeah,
6: I have. I have thought this for some time when I was you know, you know doing auctions in Sydney. I didn't never did too much the far west, mm-hmm. but certainly parts of Sydney and you'd see what people were paying and you'd think, goodness, like why would you <laughs> be buying that here when you could buy something on the coast and, and be the same distance realistically <laughs> yeah. to, to the city? Um, and obviously you've got the water, the beaches, mm. you've got all of the reserves, the national parks. It, it, the only reason why it makes sense is if there's a sense of community. If everyone you know is uh, in that location, yeah. I think that's why people are willing to do it. Um, if you were someone who doesn't have a lot of family in Sydney, then I think it's an absolute no-brainer to be looking at somewhere like the coast because you you are you're getting a you know a better lifestyle. You know, you're still close to the city.
1: Well, you aren't if you're if you're starting if it's a first home that you're buying as well. I think it's a great new beginning. And I've got to say, I live on the north of the coast. My kids both live on the northern beaches. Yeah, it's an hour and a half each way. Probably a nice bit of a breather there. But it's it's worth that sacrifice. It really is. I'd much rather live and well, ha- and have a beautiful home and garden where I am than a box down in Sydney.
0: Now I'm going yeah. through the other stats here in the report that says the number one suburb in New South Wales for first time. Buying billionaires is called Palm Beach.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh really? Not Shock!
0: From, <laughs> not far from anywhere on the coast. Oh. just a hop, oh. skip, and a jump on the ferry, and you're there. Oh, is it your
1: ferry, or is it your oh, not m- the No, they're not. I was yeah. going to. Yeah, I agree, Lachlan. They're not using they're the they,
6: ferry. They've probably got a boat as big as the ferry, but uh, they're certainly not using the ferry. <laughs>
0: So Well, that's, that stat about the Central Coast 2250 is correct. It's not unusual. Mm. And uh, I guess if you live in the area here, you certainly appreciate all those things mm. that uh, the Central Coast offers compared to, say, Western Sydney. <laughs> not my cup of tea. No. So uh, thank you, Lachlan, for that uh, little input there. Nice to catch up with you. And we'll see you again next week, eh? Hey?
3: Thanks, Lachlan.
0: Thank you so much, guys. Cheers. Lachlan McDonald there from Ray White McDonald Partners in the 2250 area, strangely. He is. Coast FM, Pete Little and and Darcy, thanks for joining us today. We certainly had a bit of fun with the <laughs> upcoming Valentine's Day. I hope your loved one looks after you sweetly.
1: Oh, and I know the bride will look after you.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. No, she
1: does.
0: Because we don't actually celebrate uh, Valentine's Day because our anniversary
5: mm-hmm. is only
0: 10 days later. So well, we don't dip into the bank accounts twice in the same oh, month. Oh,
1: well, I was told. broke. I was told by my significant (laughs) other that once you get married, you don't get Valentine's Day anymore because you get a wedding anniversary. That's
0: exactly how it is in our place too.
1: Mm, I think I might have to find a lover.
0: (laughs) Okay. We'll see you back next week with more from the Coast FM gardening gang. And next week we're talking cacti.
1: It's getting prickly around here.
0: With the What's On show. After the news...